How do you feel Jordan's interview came off? I feel it was strong and positive are probably the first two adjectives that come to mind. Um, I feel it was strong because, you know, like when Jordan enters a room, like, you know, Jordan's there. He's got an energy. There's no doubt about that. And so I feel like his presence was really put forth and shown through. And, you know, we have guests and I'm sure people see this on other podcasts and whatnot. Not everybody. Some people are camera shy or they're a little bit awkward on the mic. Jordan was not. So that's why I think it was strong because he was just there and didn't mind sharing who he was and what he had been through. And then positive because when it, when talking about what he's been through, even if there were some tougher moments or some moments of uh, like uncertainty or like not so clear thoughts and decisions, um, it, it always ended in like some form of gratitude or excuse me, or understanding. And so, yeah, I, I just, I, I liked it as a whole, especially because, you know, he, he's one of those people that, like, you know, he, he thought he had like a path, like planned out, like he wanted to be like a skater and whatnot. And then like, there were a lot of twists and turns and the whole time, like his, his head was just up. So I like that. Yeah. He really impressed me. I have, um, I think what's interesting with some of these episodes and sharing the upcoming one will drop next Tuesday. The guest name is Jordan Valdez. He is the owner, creator of Be Local Publication in Pittsburgh. We sat down with him. He got into a float and came out. We had a great conversation with him. And I think one of the nice things with these episodes of you and I, and just kind of taking a look back and our impressions of these guests before they come on, you know, based on social media, maybe meeting them earlier, impressions we've gotten, and then discussing what are our thoughts of these people after knowing their story. Um, For me, pre-episode with Jordan, one, you're right, when Jordan comes into the room, you'll notice Jordan, he's an attractive person, he cares about his looks, he dresses extremely well, and he is a salesperson. And I think mm-hmm. that is something that he does extremely well. My previous interaction with Jordan was with, um, with Be Local, with the publication. We've just never really done print, but I really love Jordan's story. And uh, he came through a couple times and just kind of like on sales calls of, you know, feeling him out and if you want to advertise with us. And it just... We're, it, what we do here at Levity doesn't really do well in print. So it just wasn't meant there. But he was always kind. He was always cool. And uh, I know you have a bit of a longer running relationship with him. But my first impression with him pre-episode was, you know, somebody that's really hustling. Somebody that's out there and seems to be working really hard. Um, post do you want to talk about post now or do you want to share your pre thoughts of him i mean i could I, like you know my pre thoughts are a little bit similar to yours i didn't really have many because i didn't you know see so like my introduction to jordan was actually through another guest we've had and another friend of mine brandon the owner of one up so you know brandon's done a lot for me he's been a, a business partner of mine and many occasions um like in music wise and stuff and so you know if brandon signs off on a person you know like that's that's one of those people that like like you that if sign off on a person i'm i'm going in with open arms because big homies give me the okay the green light so 
um, yeah, like, there was always, like, a certain understanding there. But, you know, similar to you, like, I definitely, like, saw, like, the the hustler just like you know salesman is is really like the you know he 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 even has like the salesman voice but um you know th- for me he is now like a client of mine for social media we've been working together for actually it's kind of crazy actually in January it'll be one year mm-hmm. so that's great you know we've never ha- had problems um uh, and you know I've really gotten to like watch his business grow watch him grow and you know be a part of what he's doing um. So yeah, overall, it's you know similar, just like hustler mentality. But I I think his heart's in, has always been in in the right place. Uh, one thing that I do notice working with him is like whether it's someone that he's had advertising in the magazine from January first or like recent, he's always circling back with people. Like there, like I, I think of this one woman because I've seen him post about her multiple times. Uh, this place called Boutique La Passerelle in downtown, mm. um, you know, been like a day one advertiser and like still we'll see posts about like sales going on or things going on. Just, you know, all we like he, he doesn't forget about people. Yeah. I um, after our conversation with him after the episode, I feel like I had so much more admiration for him. He was just one of those stories that I wasn't expecting. I mean, pleasantly surprised. I know I said that um, about someone else, another episode. And it's always like, that's kind of the, what I want to find out. I want somebody to sit down and, you know, after their flow, just kind of good, bad, ugly, here's how I made it. And with him, I, f- I feel like you and I cringe when we use the salesman word, <laughs> but that's just his role. Sitting down with him and, you know, having an hour-long conversation, 45-minute conversation after his float, that's when someone's transparent. And I was so impressed to hear his story that it just stretched how much admiration I have for him. Um, He didn't have it easy. He didn't have it easy at all. And if you look at him, you kind of make some general assumptions that, like, Hey, he's a good-looking guy, like, he's making his own company, he's doing well, he's dressed extremely well, da-da-da. Um, and it just goes to show you, like, you can't preload what you think of somebody just based off of, like, Im- quick impressions. Yeah. Because I saw that hustler mentality, but I saw where it came from. All of a sudden, speaking with him and hearing some of his family story that he was brave enough to share... And some of the uh, things that he got into. I don't want to give things away because this episode is awesome. I want you to go listen to it. But he shared with us enough where it's like, oh, I see where that came from. And I just, I admire him now. I, he's, he's somebody that I'm very neutral in um, liking people. Because if I, I don't, if I don't like somebody, that doesn't mean I dislike them. Yeah. Which is a good stance to have. It, it's just one of those things. But now after having the conversation with him, I, I definitely like him. I can understand him better. And I think it's just real important for people to hear his story of uh, perseverance. Because, I mean, that's what we've really kind of boiled down to in the last 54 episodes of all of our guests. Of, like, finding their keyhole moment and how, how they broke through. And using that as an example for our listeners that... Maybe if they're struggling through something or just need some inspiration. So 
really admire him. Um, it just, it was surprising, pleasantly surprised. Um, but yeah, he gave great examples of how he goes into a room to network. Mm-hmm. I think super important for other folks to hear who struggle with, uh, you know, social anxiety or depression, or you walk into a room and you curl up. You'll want to listen to that episode to hear his tips and tricks because this dude's been doing it for a while. So I think it's one of those things that uh, you'll get some good takeaways from the episode. Um, anything that you'd want to kind of dive back into with him? I think if I could like expound on on anything, I think it would be um, probably like this is this is really probably moving forward rather than back, but it's more like you know what what's what's the bigger picture with this like with the hustle mentality you know and like does it go beyond just like a be local publication is there more than just a magazine like what's what's the 10 15 year plan look like because i feel like he's got ideas yeah and he definitely kind of alluded to that too that he's got a couple um pokers in the fire and he's spinning a few plates which is i just think that's that guy's mentality like you can't get you can't hold that against him it's like sharks need to swim to breathe and that mm-hmm. guy just needs to do what he does and part of it is sales and he's really good at sales mm-hmm. um but like i said knowing his story much more admiration i'd like to dive in and get my arms around kind of uh i always feel like a first round of guests when they come through we kind of want to get like a good topical like a good arc of their story in life and then looking back, I'm almost like, man, I really wish we could have dove into his family a little more. <laughs> there were things that you'll hear in the episode and verbiage he uses that makes me just like wish we would have. If we get a second bite at the apple with him and he comes in again, I think it would be just really good to hear because as people struggle, it's always good to hear somebody who made it, who made it through the other side. If uh, I mean, he shared that his parents separated. Like there was just some things there where I thought like, man, mm-hmm. It sounds like you really went through it and you came out on the other side. Like, I feel like you have to share the things that you went through for then your strength and validity to be seen on the other side. Definitely. I mean, I, I think, you know, those qualities are like what really humanize people and uh, it lets others know. Because like, I mean, divorce, is, unfortunately, is a pretty common thing. I mean, like, I'm sure we all know had like a friend growing up, whatever their parents were divorced or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not an easy thing to go. I mean, I don't know what it's like, but let me share. You don't have both parent figures around all the time. Like, you know, there's a separation, like a division in your household or you're moving between two households. So, you know, I, I think, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that those things are important to share. I mean, you know, not to dive too far ahead, but it's it's very similar to a guest that we had last week. Oh, we got to hold it. Okay. Because... <laughs> This is this is what I like about these episodes now is we have the ability to hype the upcoming guests based off of the experience we had with them. And Casey Cope, that episode is amazing. Right, I won't say anything though. Uh, but you know, just it's it's very similar that you know, she just know when when we do get to talking about this episode mm-hmm. and it comes out, she's very very open about things that she went through. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it might bring a tear to your eye. It almost did for me. <sighs> That was tough, right? I don't... Listen, we're going to have to save that for our next You and Me episode to talk about, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, there was definitely things there with Jordan that I feel like if we get we get him on for round two, that I would just kind of ask more about because I feel like sharing that out and being transparent, like you said, is very relatable. Um, and he, I believe he said something about like he feels though his father raised him from afar, so it didn't mm-hmm. sound like it was like a bad relationship. It sounded like they were still really involved and maybe some physical space in between, but that's something I'd really like to sit down with Jordan. His episode's coming out next Tuesday at 9 a.m., folks. Make sure you're subscribed, and we appreciate everybody that's always listening. But his will drop next Tuesday. Um, Man, current events, what's good? Thanksgiving was yesterday. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts on Thanksgiving as a whole? Uh, I mean, if we're going to keep it real, I mean, like, the holiday is definitely misrepresented. Um, (laughs) Other than that, I mean, I, like, I'm not a holiday person. I really don't give a fuck about Thanksgiving. I really don't give a fuck about Christmas. I don't, like, I don't care for any of it. Like, it's all just another day. Um, I'm not going to say that I, I do this, but, like, you know, we should be thankful for the food that we eat every single day. Uh, whether you're like a religious person or not, it's just like you got food on your plate. Like not everybody in the world does. You should be thankful. Um, yeah, I just, (laughs) I sound like a real Scrooge, a real Grinch. I'm all for like happiness and shit, but I just, I don't really care for (laughs) like, for, for me, like yesterday I didn't do anything different except I went to the gym at 8am instead of my normal time of five because it was Thanksgiving and they didn't open at five. So it's like, man, you just cut a promo on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I know. <laughs> Buried them both. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. And fuck, uh, fuck sh- Santa. And fuck that motherfucker. And fuck Turkey. Yeah, no, there's folks that like that, man. That, uh, you know what? That guest that was in here was you were passing. Like she said the same thing. She was like, it's not because guests come in. Hey, how was your Thanksgiving? A couple of people were like, Oh, that's over. A couple other folks were like, ah, didn't really do anything. Got together with some friends or just kind of hung out. It was a good excuse to not do anything. No, yeah. But no one ever said, fuck Christmas. Not one of them. I mean, I'm not saying bad things about Christmas. I just... Santa is putting you on the naughty list, sir. What's interesting, I talk about talked about Joe with this yesterday morning when we were driving to the gym. Like, Thanksgiving and Christmas seem to be the only two holidays where, like, the world actually, like, stops. Yeah. Like e- even like driving on the street, like, there is just a different feeling, and that's interesting. That like there are two days that 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 energy is even created. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Like if I like you, like if I actually like you, like I'll just buy you a present. Like I don't need to wait till December twenty fifth. <laughs> what you want to stare at a tree? Let's go on a hike. Oh, I'm down for that. Man. Jesus. <laughs> want some lights? Psh, college dorm room, bro. Black lights everywhere. <laughs> The elves are angrily typing right now to Santa. They're like, we can't believe this guy. He's, uh, I don't know. I think uh, I'm big on Thanksgiving because of community. I find that it's the only holiday left that's not highly commercialized. Like, I do love Christmas. Black Friday is what people talk about more than Thanksgiving itself. Eh, What type of people are talking about Black Friday? Most people. Well... Like we talked about earlier, I like staying in my little bubble, <laughs> but I think your it's, bubble is great. I know, but <laughs> I got like birds and shit flying around. It's nice in there. We, uh, yeah, there's outside of that bubble. There's, what did we say? 7 billion people. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, but I think it's just Christmas will be right around the corner and it'll be interesting this year, man. I, I, f- 
listen, I'm a small business owner and I, I can feel the ebbs and flows of um, dispendable income, I guess, in our society. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, it's going to be a tough Christmas for a lot of people. Um, I hope everything like works out as far as like shipping and carriers and that crazy stuff. But uh, man, with uh, the amount of people that have getting caught up on mortgage rent and things like that i I think it's going to be one of those like hopefully i don't know i'm driving towards the point of i would like to see less commercialization in these holidays where it becomes more of like reciprocity of like oh the neighbors gave us this i have to give them that and it just becomes a lot of pressure for somebody like me who's like ah (laughs) like thank you I do a lot of thank yous. Like, I it's same. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, perfect example. Like at the gym yesterday, this dude forgot his phone and machine. I went to give it to him, and he was like really thankful. And he's just like, "You have a wonderful Thanksgiving." And I like pause for a second. Like, uh, uh, yeah, you have me thanks. Like I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah, it's wild, man. But uh, yeah, overall, like that's what's going on. There's some uh, nothing really going on in the news that I really care to talk about. I mean, we know there's another variant of COVID that, you know, just spikes the news cycle, but something we don't really want to just keep beating on. And I look, man, nothing going on. Life's good. All good here? Yeah. Um, Another segment on our own episodes. We're going to do a go check out and follow account for Instagram. Who would be your person that you would recommend for someone to go check out and follow on Instagram? Lately... I've really been enjoying Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya, for those that don't know, is a UFC fighter. He's currently the UFC middleweight champion. Um, but he's he's really diving into just, like, being a content creator. Um, and so he's, like, reviewing fights and going over stuff like that. Um, I mean, he'll do stuff on, like, food. He's pretty funny, too. He's got, like, a wine sponsor, so half the time will be, like, pretty tipsy. Um Overall, I just think he's got some funny and enlightening stuff, too, you know, that takes a lot to be a champion, you know, so he's definitely got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, always good, exciting fighter, and has a nice one coming up here against Robert uh, Whitaker for the middleweight championship, a rematch. So I'm sure as he gears up into fight fight week and fight camp, he's going to be pumping out more and more content. That's yeah. a good one, man. Um, the one I'd like folks to go check out is Ben Lionel Scott. It's B-E-N-L-I-O-N. N-E-L Scott with two T's and uh, super motivational page. He does an amazing uh, job making highlights of past speeches. He just dropped one with Kobe um, that I thought was amazing. So always putting out good information and uh, get your day going. He posts in the morning motivational things, help you get up moving. That's Ben Lionel Scott on Instagram. Last thing, man, holidays, a lot of stress. I think uh, it's really important for folks to remember to keep care of themselves. Um, I know you don't have a lot of pressure or stress when it comes to the holidays, but, man, the folks who I've seen pass through the studio in the last week, it's unimaginable of having to do things with family that they don't get along with and having to get ready for the holidays and get stuff for their kids and how, like... There's so much stress going on. I just want to give a shout out to everybody who's listening and who's just barely holding on. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. And a great way to do that, you can schedule a float for 60 or 90 minutes over at schedulyourfloat.com 
or you can find a nice quiet coffee shop to go and read a book, do some yoga, anything, but remember to take care of yourself. Yes, I agree. That's another one, folks. Make sure you're listening and subscribe. Next week, we are dropping Jordan Valdez on Tuesday of Be Local. His episode's amazing. Like I said, through the roof admiration for this guy. Talk to you then. Peace. I want to relax, relax, put my mind at ease. Good friends and good vibes, now that's all I need. When life hurts, come down and flow to levity. Let your problems wash away into serenity. Whoa.